will receive us. Donnie, you're out of your element. It's not a tumor. My first wife was targeted. She's a pilot now. Oh, now you're gonna shoot me in my pinky toe. Shut up! And literally, fuck your own face! Welcome back to another episode. I finally did it. I finally did it. Dilly here has gotten into 40k. And before we started, he apparently has gotten fascinated with the hive mind. What's fascinating about the hive mind? The hive mind, it's, there's a lot of fascinating things about the hive mind. It's like, it's like all your favorite sci-fi aliens put all together. You know what I mean? The Tyranids are why people say that Starship Troopers is like an unofficial oh, yeah. 40k movie. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. I could see it. But it's just, they're, they're like dinosaur bugs that just evolve infinitely and spontaneously to every situation. And the more and more I learn about them, the less and less I see any other faction winning at the end of the the end of the road in 40k so the way they work is basically they they run off a of biomass mm-hmm. so they land on a planet they want to extract all the biomass because that's how they create new tyranids mm-hmm. and then they move on to the next planet and consume yeah they're the great devourer they eat everything any any sort of biomaterial that's plants living everything and then their ships suck it up like a straw from the you know the not just space. that dude while they're fighting say they're fighting an opponent and they can't, something that they, they have is a detriment to their front to try and get more biomass. Mm-hmm. They will adapt in real time through evolutionary means and create tyranids just to destroy that, that one thing that's fucking up. Yeah, yeah. They completely counter it. They can also eat the brains of their victims and gain every bit of information they'll ever need on... No, that's a space marine thing. Be sure. I'm pretty sure that's just. A I, space I was reading. I was reading a thing that the Tyranids it can, could be. It could be the Gene Stealer cults, which are a branch off the Tyranids. I think it was. I think it said it was a. It was a Tyranid scout, and they have the ability to eat the brains of victims, and they can get insight on like enemy lines oh, and well, like information because of the hive mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specialized and characters it can, and it can, can give, do that. Yeah. So it's just like they they've got outrageous recon ability. They. Have the they have the ability to travel faster than the speed of light, just like everybody else. They can, like, they just infinitely reproduce as long as they keep killing, and they're really good at that. They're really, really good at and, that. Well, and see, so do the orcs. Yeah, yeah. The orcs are the only thing I can compare to them in volume. I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it whenever they finally write a story where. Mm-hmm. Some high, you know, some high fleet kraken or mm-hmm. whichever one they choose comes in contact with an orc wog. Yeah, and I want to see Gazgul go at it. You can't it with fuck them. with Gork and Wark, man. You can't. If they weren't fighting each other, they'd be a fucking force. Because I was reading this one. Uh, it was a story, and one of the orcs were talking about how Nurgle basically had to back up from Gork and Wark because they had they worked together one time against him. And Nurgle had to back out. He was like, I can't handle these green skins, dog. So don't mess with Gork and Mork, man. The orcs be on some crazy shit. I wonder if I wonder if Nurgle because the orcs are just fungus. Mm-hmm. So you would think that'd be in 
you know, the wheelhouse where Nurgle can maybe manipulate him. Not, yeah. I, I imagine that there's, because there's stories of orcs falling to corn. Yeah. So I'm wonder I'm I'm wondering if there's stories of orcs falling to Nurgle. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, I've never even seen art of a orc infected with Nurgle stuff, or like, you know, being corrupted in any way. Do you know what I mean? I haven't really seen anything like that. The corn, the corn bit is just these orcs flew into the Eye of Terror. And that's where they fought, and then Corn was like, "Wow, I'm very. Yeah. I, I like the way they they fight." They stumbled across this Corn planet, yeah. and were like, "Oh, we're in for a scrap." Uh-huh. And so they started scrapping, and then Corn was just like, "This is dope." Yeah. He's so like, when the battle was over, ready. he was just like, "No, no, no, come back." He's Bring like, "You know back. what? Do that again, but forever." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which the are, Yeah, the orcs are happy it. as a clam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we the boys, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about them, is that the they're so outrageous that... I, I still love the story of how they were... Because, if you don't already know, orcs... If they believe something, orc and orc will manifest it. And it could be anything, no matter the situation they're in. If, a, if an orc believes that, you know, he could pick a boulder up that's 50 times his size and throw it at the enemy... If he truly believes he can, orc and orc will allow that to happen in the lore. Well, it also... It, it's... <laughs> The other boys have to because yeah. the All more of them, them yeah, yeah. If if he says no, I just put gas in that speeda. Yeah. If all the other orcs believe that he just put gas in that speeda, then it's full. That tank's full. full. Yeah. And and in this situation, they were fighting a bunch of humies, right? And they were winning, right? They were beating the humans. But what the humans did to counter them is they started screaming "daka daka daka daka," which is basically what the orcs scream when they're going full auto at you. And the orcs believed that the humans were shooting, you know, scrap guns at them, full auto. And Gork and Mork began manifesting bullets, firing at the orcs, killing their front line. So it can also counter the orcs at the same time. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if all these stories are still canon, but they're still stories they're, that were made eventually, and that's why it's. I don't fun. give a fuck if they're not canon. They're too fun. They're in my head canon. Okay, oh, yeah. so. Um, in, in the tabletop, it's Rule of Cool, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of people exactly. play Rule of Cool. Yeah, that's the way I prefer it. Uh, but yeah, the orcs are so much fun. I love the orcs. They're so funny. It's... And they have... They, they, they never... They, they don't die of old age. They just keep getting bigger. That's how you know how long they've lived and how they survive their battles. They keep growing in mass. That's why you have some orcs that are just like fucking titans you know what i mean it's no longer canon anymore i don't believe is that not the the war of the beast is is along that like one grew to such magnitude yeah that it almost destroyed the entire imperium oh shit um i don't think it's canon anymore so i haven't dove into those books they have them in audio but i hear that the the story just wasn't good so they kind of just scrapped those books Mm. from the canon i see you can't hit home runs all the time. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's been going on for 35, 40 years, the series. I mean, there's no way they're going to be hitting. Including Age of Sigmar. Like, they have, what would you say that you found? Like, 11,000 books? Yeah, yeah. They're not canon, but. They're not canon. all of them are canon. Yeah. But they've done 11,000. There's 785 canon books for between 40K and Sigmar. That's my dream, man. To own the entire Black Library. That That's a lot of fucking. 
information. I need a house just to house 11,000 books. Do you understand the amount of, like, brain power it would take to absorb that information, all of that? Oh, yeah, I don't retain much of, you know, I read the books and, like, parts stick out to me and I know the general story, but I could reread them and I'd find other shit. Oh, I forgot that happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm finding is I've looked at a lot of lore, but... I'd say only 40% of it has sunk in and absorbed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's so much, man. There's so fucking much. And like I told you before, you have to think of learning this story similar to like a Dark Souls game mm-hmm. where you pick up a clue and you kind of have to piece so it's everything very, together. So you want me to think of it as like a lot of it's going to be very vague a lot of times. And okay. I got and I got to interpret it my own way until I get to it. God, yeah, that's why there's... You know, the the fans can get into arguments sometime mm-hmm. because they're like, no, 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 that this guy's it, like does this. It, does this series tend to leave a lot of things up to interpretation as well? Well, like, or does you know, it does it just give you solid like this is what happened? If you? it's written in the book, it's like this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Like they're not gonna dance, you know, tiptoe through the tulips with that. Mm-hmm. What comes to it is what are they gonna do next? That's where the theory comes in. So, so they don't have a lot of faded to black situations. They they have a lot of like a lot of their they, shit. Has you asking questions about well, what what does that have to do with this? Because it's over on the other side of the galaxy. Okay. D- does does this series do a lot of foreshadowing into the future events or not necessarily foreshadowing? They well, do... I'm not going to see some in the heresy that's going to affect 40k later. Well, no, kind of, kind of, like because you know about the 40k shit, mm-hmm. they don't know about the 40k shit, so mm-hmm. they're talking about oh that would never happen. And then you're like, uh That kind of happened. That kind of happened. I, w- I, was, I was looking at the perspective of somebody who's been into 40K for 20 plus years. And the dude was talking about how he got into 40K and he didn't know anything about the previous stuff. Like 30K and like the battle in heaven and all that. The war in heaven. The war in heaven, yeah, the war in heaven. And uh, he said that when he went back and he listened to the characters that were spoke of as like gods and stuff like that, it was it was out. It was crazy impactful because he was like, because I'd spent all this time them just being spoken of as gods or like past you know heroics that may or may not have even existed like Hercules and shit legends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he said when you go back and you hear him speaking amongst one another, it was, it was fucking crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? And I was thinking about that. I was like that that it, that would be pretty outrageous to experience. You know what I mean? You thinking of this person as like a deity or like. A heroic, and then they're actual characters with personalities and well, and because of of this, the best I feel the best way to learn it is not just like through YouTube videos because they just give you a synopsis. Yeah, you know, um, you can learn about. I don't know if they post any any more um, episodes, but there's a podcast called Lorehammer. And there you can pick, like, Necrons, and all they do is talk about Necrons for an hour, you know, and they give you, like, the rundown of their history beginning to end kind yeah. of a thing, catch, catch you up. I feel like I'm pretty, I got a lot of a But you got to be careful on some of those episodes, because you don't want them to spill the beans on some crazy yeah. thing that happens. I'm not, I'm not, most of my stuff isn't you just YouTube, like, uh, the lore in ten minutes. Like, yeah. I, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm yeah. looking at like in depth shit. insight on Necrons, insight on 
this legion in particular or, or something like that. That's, well, that's it's the way I, the reason I say that is because when you read the books, take the heresy for example, which they're getting to the point where it's going to be tied up. Uh, November seventh is when Volume Two, The End of the Death, comes out. Yeah. They have Volume 3 coming out probably in six months, and that's supposed to be the conclusion of the Siege of Terra, and so the end of the heresy. What year does the Siege of Terra take place? Is this... It's like... 42? Or, no. is, or is this way before M, that? It's like M.32 or 31. It's something like that. They say it's Warhammer 30K because it's in the years of 30,000. Okay, okay. Same with So it 40K. takes after the Horus Heresy, though, right? Do what? Does it take place before or after the Horus Heresy? Well, the Siege of Terra is the conclusion, the end. Oh, that's the, of the end. Her- of it. Yeah, okay. the goal is okay. for them to get to Terra. I'm trying fuck to. The Emperor I'm trying up. to get the timeline. Yeah. Like linked properly in my head here. But if you don't, if you don't read or listen to the books, then you don't get that character development because mm-hmm. it starts out. You know, the first three books are just about Horus. Because you have to know Horus if you're going to know the heresy. Mm-hmm. And then each book is also like another piece. And you learn about like, you know, Fulgrim's downfall and the Emperor's children. And then you learn about Mortarion and you learn about Angron and you learn about, you know. So you learn about all these other parts and then they all merge as the books come on and they go to Terra and they try and fuck shit up. The whole thing could be avoided if the Emperor just had a fucking therapist. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really all it comes yeah. down to. They they all need therapy. Except for Angron. Angron's kind of lost. Fair, fair. Something I've noticed seeing people argue online is some people like to act like the Emperor fucked up a lot. Or some people believe that the Emperor fucked up a lot and that's why a lot of things took place. And then the other half seemed to think that he did things intentionally because he knew things would come out on top in the future. Like, I don't know, there was some circumstance that was like the Emperor, like, lost to, like, a giant orc or was, like, losing. And he needed one of his sons to come in and help him. And they're saying that he didn't wasn't actually losing. He just was giving his son confidence because he had to come and help him. I want to say and that it was, was Horus that did that. Was that? Was that? I want to say and, it's Horus. And, and they, they, the theory that these people are saying is that he intentionally, like, was not given it as all so that he would have the you know, the ego boost needed to become what he wanted him to be. And then the other half are like, no, he got fucked up. He needed help. And that is a big debate I'm noticing online between the, the community. They re- One of them, one group is like, He's just a basic bitch, and he needs help just like everybody else. And the other one's like, he's a, he's a, this dude's extraterrestrial, next level shit, buckle up. And there, therein lies where, I mean, you've seen, you know, people get into debates about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, just take that and magnify it, because yeah, I'm, I'm going to be straight right now with you. In order to be in into Warhammer, it seems like you have to have at least some form of autism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something also I'd like to mention as well, and I love Warhammer, okay, but this series has a really bad habit of bringing in Nazis. Have you noticed that? Oh, it, into the player base? Yeah, like genuine, like... 
Like, like I'll see these people online, and they're just like, you know what I love about 40K is the fact that everyone is segregated against equally. He was just like, the God Emperor is the number one. Everyone, if you're any different, is killed, and if you ever naysay this, you're killed. See, but there's the thing, though, is that in the lore, that's yeah. not actually accurate. Yeah. So they're kind of outing themselves mm -hmm. as just kind of being like, you're like this edgy fuckhead. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying the series is like intentionally doing that, but I noticed there is a large groove that really like... There was actually a big scandal a while back because some big tournament, like somebody showed up with like a swastika on or mm -hmm. something, or like they had swastikas painted on their figurines for the tournament, and there was like a big fucking deal, like they got thrown out and all this stuff, and they made a thing of like, you know, don't come to our tournaments all that mm -hmm. and so I mean they don't condone it oh yeah I know they don't but I but just I noticed mean, they really like this uh, it's a fantasy that basically there's mass genocide going on I was about at to say, all this does look like kind of what would happen in the sci-fi future if Hitler won to be fair you know what I mean <laughs> so <laughs> think about it if Hitler would have won and we had advanced technologies like this. This 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 looks like, you know. Well, I look at it. I look at it from a sense of just regular like human behavior. Because let let's be honest, the You're general public. If 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 Central Park right now had a UFO descend from the sky, and aliens walked off of that ship and announced themselves to the entire world. Don't you think that our fear of the unknown would overpower the, maybe these guys are here to help us out? That's very true. That's very true. And if humanity was on the brink of, like, death constantly, maybe that would kind and of you make have you... have to understand that these other, other places, like the, the Eldar, they call the, the humans monkey. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't remember exactly why. It's not because of the evolution from chimps, it's some enemy that they had back when that was so primitive yeah. and everything. It, it's something along those lines. I don't necessarily blame the humans for being so racist in 40k against the other races, but you, you got BDSM vampires that literally use like your sadness and pain as food. You got green skins that breed by dying and blowing up into spores, and then you got vaguely Egyptian robots that regenerate infinitely with the most advanced technology ever and here's the you here's got the space thing, dinosaurs that have like i'm like i'm saying the lore is is showing that it's not necessarily all segregated like that guy you know wants to think mm -hmm. because there's a story of dante meeting the silent king which is like the leader of the necrons and he was all like, dude, I knew your dad. He was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. And, like, they actually have linked up before, kind of like an unofficial, like, alliance mm -hmm. to deal with, like, a high fleet or something. I think it was a high fleet. But, and then, like, the, um, the Eldari, one of their, like, priestesses actually helped in the resurrection of Gilliman, the, uh, the ultramarine primarch in 40k so it's like there are alliances that happen so it's not all just like 
you know, you're different from me, you die. Yeah. In the heresy, that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly what it was. Because the emperor was just like, suffer not the alien to live. And, you know, so if you were too different from humanity, they offed you. So, what is the... A little off topic from what we were just talking about, but what is the deal with AI? Like, it seems like after 40K, AI isn't, like, it's forbidden. Like, you can't, it's forbidden. That's because you have to, like, tie a human's brain to it for it to have function. That's That's why the fucking healing machines and shit are, like, it's a, what is it called? Servitor. Servitor, yeah. It's like a. They have. They've been white. That's a. That's a lobotomized criminal mm-hmm. that was just programmed to do the simple task of like you know retinal surgery or yeah, whatever. He, like they, they were programmed to do a task, and that's the task that they do until they crap out. Well, they were criminals that were so bad that just dying wasn't a good enough sentence, so they had to continue on. Oh no, no, know, after, it was right? just like you got caught stealing, and they're oh, like, shit. "We're, we're going to turn you into a servitor. You're, you're going to be a fucking vending machine now." Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's yeah. like there. There's it's bad. It's all bad. Mm-hmm. On Audible, because I'm going to give you access to the Audible account. Yeah, you need you you need to have access to these like sixty books that I've accrued over you know, and it's a lot of fucking money. I'm not too terribly happy about it, <laughs> but. but um, I'm glad I can. Saves, I'm glad I can indulge. Yeah, you, I have to spend the. Cash. I'm saving you the money. I've already put my put my wallet down for this <laughs> shit. But I'm just hoping I don't get into the figures. I'm really hoping I never get into the figures. Yeah, I got into that too. I looked at it online, I'm just like, I can't get into this. Fuck that, dude. I seen it was like a figure that was like that. It was like really highly detailed. I was like, how much is that? It's gotta be like fucking what, ten bucks? I looked, eighty eight dollars. And you gotta paint it yourself. I'm like, motherfuck. It's plastic crack, dude, that's what I'm telling you. Plastic crack <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was like, I was like, parents, I get your kids into 40k. They will not have money for even the cheap ass fentanyl. Fentanyl. <laughs> they, they they won't have they won't have time for it. They'll be like, no, I can't get fucked up because I got to paint these goddamn figures. Yeah. I got to work on my strats, man. <laughs> I got to own this tournament. And people get into those figures, man. Like really into those figures. Have you seen fucking Instagram where they show their paint jobs and shit? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking wild the amount of skill that some of these but, people have. So those have. motherfuckers are surgeons, man. I, I'd be too shaky to get those fine lines that they put on there. You you learn. You get better. You get better. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. working on shit. And... There, was this one, there was this one that I seen, and it, this figure was probably about, like, probably about the size of, like, a... What's a good thing to compare it to? Maybe about like the size of like a toaster oven. Yeah. Right? It, it was a pretty big one. It was, it was probably a, big, a tank. Yeah, yeah. And the paint detail he had on that thing was fucking crazy. Crazy. You should see the Titan paint jobs that people do. Because oh, that's yeah. like a... They, they have like but, shoulder guards yeah. that are the size of like a coaster that yeah. you put a cup on. So they have like a whole canvas to work on. The, that... The vehicle, though, do you know how much it cost? The it was like $160, That thing was 600 fucking dollars. Oh, well, it was probably like, yeah, yeah, it was it probably was, a Forge World model. You could, you could open the top of it, too. Yeah, you, you could, could paint the, the inside. Yeah, yeah. That, everything's molded. That shit was fucking crazy. I couldn't imagine. Um, there's, a, there's Titans that are like $1,500, $2,000. 
but they're also like three feet tall. Yeah. Like they're massive. Gigantic. Massive. I I won't go into that. I won't go into that. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, you know what? I I can't go that broke. No, you know? no. I I stop it. You know, I like I like getting the small boxes of figurines. I love Hellbrutes. Those mm-hmm. are those are chaos dreadnoughts. The only t- thing I reason I would ever do it is to maybe for a small group of like maybe like a chapter that I like of Space Marines. I'm sure I'll find one that's my favorite and then I could like put it in my rig, you See, know? But here's the thing. Are you saying this is going to be like an addiction like I do that's, it and then it's kind of like I, it's yeah, it's kind of like having your first fix. taste of booger sugar. Oh shit. Once you once you I do start one line chapter, and then I'm down to 5 and then I'm like, "Oh, just one more." And then I well, got an addiction. You, you read these books and shit, and you're like, man, I really love, like, you know, the Night Lords. And so you make a Night Lords army. Mm-hmm. You have, like, a small squad. You're like, no, I'm just doing, like, five guys. I want a squad. A small, tiny squad. And you get done with that. But then you read another book, and you're like, man, them Grey Knights are pretty fucking cool. <laughs> and so you're just like, yeah, I'm going to get a box of those. And then before you know it, you're like, no, I can fight them. Yeah. You know, like, now I can come up with a, you know, kill team scenario. Dude, and I can have somebody play with me. The Alex Jones 40K edits. I swear to fuck. I watched probably three hours of just Warhammer 40K edits of Alex Jones. That motherfucker, he wasn't meant for this plane. He was meant for 40K, okay? Have you heard him when he goes to be like, You will not bring us down. This is the power of mankind. God will kill you. <laughs> Like, and I'm just like, it fits the lore so fucking well. Why does it work so well? He's like, I'm a human and I'm coming. <laughs> I'm just like, God. He's literally a space marine, bro. And it's his head edited onto like, you know, like the blaster and holding like a chainsword or something. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. Not to mention, I just like to say, chainswords are the single most edgy but awesome thing that came from 40K and I love it. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, you recently got Dark Tide, and oh, it's that 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 really helped me getting into forty k. I gotta say, the voice lines in that game when they talked to one another, he was just like, one of the times he was just like, I he was just like, I'm afraid we're going to die in this mission. He goes, Don't say that because if you fail, I fail, and that can't happen. If we fail, then we're going to be corpse dodged by the end of the night. You know, <laughs> it's just like. It's so funny how nonchalant they are about death and pain and misery. And they're so fucking insane, too. He's like, rejoice, sinners! <laughs> you know? It's it's fantastic. It's such a fun world. It's such a fun... It's a horrible, horrific, murderous... You have to have a dark sense of humor, yeah, I think. Yeah, But I feel like there's a lot of... The comedic relief hits harder in this universe because of how dark and gritty it is. Yeah. When there is humor, it's real funny. There's there's one there's one book, and it has a, it has like it's the Tau. But there's this Lamenter Dreadnought, that it's it he's in the Death Watch. the The book is I think Shadowbreaker. And he's trying to fight this like, you know, fucking mech looking Gundam thing that the Tau have. The space commies. And, this like pilot is like, hey, do you need, you know, you need air support, you know, kind of a thing, and he just is like, no, this is my fight, fly boy, 
Just like get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. Go do something else. Like he's his whole thing is he's just wanting to die. Yeah. He wants to find the fight that will finally kill him, and all these fuckheads refuse to kill him, and it pisses him off because he wants to take the forever nap. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all he <laughs> wants to do. <laughs> What's the Space Marine Legion that has like the wolf pelt? Oh, that's the Space Wolves. Is that what the is that yeah. what that I keep hearing online there was this dude and he was talking about how the Space Wolves were his favorite and he showed the picture and these dudes just attacked him who's just like, You're a fucking space furry. K Y S fucking space furry <laughs> just like what the fuck <laughs> He's like, They're not space furries just because they have the pelt and just like this he was like, No, look in the lore, they're fucking furries, dog. Like <laughs> It's they're fantastic. It's so funny. So space marines, like, alcohol won't get them fucked up. Yeah. Because they process it too fast. Their metabolism's, like, insane Yeah, or like, if they get poisoned, their metabolism gets will burn it. through it. Yeah, so so what they had to do is they concocted this, like, this shit that will kill a normal human being if they have any of it. But it actually gets them drunk. Oh, really? And it's the space wolves that brew it. Because they just want to get hammered and fucking kill shit. And they're space vikings. Is what they are. They're fantastic. So, so the people calling them space furries are just haters. So there's there's one space space wolf named Lucas. They call him Lucas the Trickster. I have the book on Audible. If you look into Audible to get these books, I'm warning you ahead of time. It is classified as a space opera. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, they they're very dramatic. You know, they go up. I am so and so, Lord of. You know, they have to announce themselves yeah. kind of thing. But Lucas the Trickster is a space wolf that he constantly gets, every year, they basically, ha- all the chieftains have to get together and draw straws, and the shortest straw has to take Lucas for a year. <laughs> what? <laughs> because he just fucks with them. He puts, like, itching powder in their pelts. And oh, my God. He, like, yeah, he fucks with people constantly. So here's... Um, one of the things that he did was he had an apothecary replace his second heart with a stasis grenade. What the fuck? So, it's some, like, ancient technology that he got from the Dark Angels somehow. Because they're the ones that, like, hoard all this, like, secret shit. And so he has a stasis grenade as a second heart. So if somebody actually does get to kill him... The stasis grenade will explode and it will freeze them in that time for they don't know how long because it's experimental technology. They don't know if it's just going to like freeze them for a few seconds or if it's going to be forever. Oh, shit. So whoever finally takes him out may be frozen in time forever. Maybe perpetually frozen in time. Yeah. Damn. Just to fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. That's pretty fun. Oh, man. I, I love seeing the community online because they're so passionate about the chapters they like and, like, arguing and fighting amongst one another. And they got such names for one another, too. It's almost like they've got, like, racial slurs for chapters and shit. <laughs> like, the wolves are the space furries online. Yeah. And fucking... Oh. Uh, the Death Guard are... They're just... They're nasty. They're nasty? They're just nasty. <laughs> And I, I, I looked at the story of um, Fabius Bile. Fabius. Fabius Bile, yeah. And uh, they try, they do, in that story, they try so hard to humanize him. But at the same time, it's hard to look at him as human with how just 
fucking gruesome he is. He's fucking 40K um, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, it's fucking... That's what he is. And, and he, he's, like, trying to make, like, uh, like a superior human race or something. It, not not a superior human race. He's, like, re, he's like remaking... He's creating his own people. Yeah. He's creating, like, the new men is what they and call he, and them. And he's trying to clone all the original 20... Uh, the, Primarchs? Yeah, Primarchs. He's trying to... And, and, and you said even Horus he was attempting to do. That's the talent of Horus, yeah. yeah. that's He was attempting to clone Horus and, like, bring him back. Yeah, it. he's he's a wild fucking character. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. And, and that thing on his back, the machine on his back, the tendrils, it's alive. It's yeah. sentient. And it'll fucking... It goes into the bottom of the ship and it eats slaves throughout the fucking night and shit. So if you're just a normal worker, you gotta watch out for Fabius's backpack. What the fuck? <laughs> Could you imagine Fabius going to take a nap and you're like, everybody go fucking hide. His backpack's roaming the fuck around. Uh, dude, that's... It just does it to sustain itself. Yeah, that's just to keep itself alive. It yeah. eats the fucking slaves in the bottom deck. In chaos ships, they don't have to just worry about fucking Fabius's backpack. They got to worry about fucking demons. Yeah, and shit. yeah, it's it's a it's a hard knock life out here in the chaos realm, bro. Yeah, like I love it. I love it. You don't even have to worry about Fabius. It's his fucking attire that'll get you. You know, we've been talking for like a half hour about <laughs> Warhammer. And we're just like glancing over the surface of it. Yeah. It's there's thirty, forty years of lore that they've slowly changed, altered, like that's that's where a lot of discussions come in. A lot of people are like, they should have kept it like this, you know. Mm. That's what I've been enjoying finally I'm getting some of the physical books that they don't make audio. Because they're no longer, like, canon. Yeah. And I'm enjoying that it used to be even more ridiculous than it is today. Yeah. So, I I love it. I love it. But it is a money pit. So, use that, parents, to your advantage. If I could give anybody advice, Age of Sigmar and 40K are both fire. I like them both equally. See, I haven't gotten into Age of Sigmar. I personally have, and... Although it's not as over the top as 40k, 40k like ramps up the the intensity and like the power creep level, but it's still extremely good and it follows along the same horrific demented means. And it's still got the chaos gods and everything in it, so it's very easy to go between the two. Yeah. Very very interesting. There's a lot of parallels too between them, I've noticed. Well, there is a theory that Sigmar is the emperor. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they're going to Finally, like and I see, mold I them see, together. I see, like, like the um, in in a dark tide, the um, what's that class called? The uh, it's like the berserker, like preacher mix. Zealot, yeah, the zealot. I've noticed that the zealot, they've got an ability where you pull out a chalice of, it's like a chalice or something, and it's like it has the insignia of mankind on it, and you hold it up. And it has the exact same aura, the exact same effects of everything that the Age of Sigmar does in the fantasy lore. It's got the the bright golden chime and the light and things were driven away by it. It's like the power of Christ compels you sort of situation, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's identical. It almost makes me think it's like the same thing. You know what I mean? But obviously that's not the case yet. But very, very similar. Very similar. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna sidetrack because I wanted to tell you what happened this past week. Okay. It was a little traumatizing. Oh no. And your sister caused it. Oh god. So we're getting ready to, you know, do a little hanky panky, right? Yeah. And she just goes, Don't get excited. And sucks my flaccid dick into her mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get excited. <laughs> and now I know what it's like to be molested by a Catholic priest. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, like, froze. Just, like... Uh, uh, I assume you failed. <laughs> I was like, it felt good, but like, it felt so wrong. I, you weren't prepared. I, I, no. She got the gummy worm. <laughs> so I told her what we have to do now is I'm going to fold it up and stick it in her. Fold it uh, up? Yep. I'm going to give her the gummy worm there and I'm going to be like, it's going to be like one of those sponge capsules. <laughs> so it's gonna go at some point. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's gonna extend a pole out. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a bad idea, dog. Honestly. It's... It might break your dick if you're not careful. No, 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 no. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna fold my dick in two and put it in her. That way it can extend a pole at some point. Oh my. It's like a fucking. What are those fucking. What are those lizards called? Their tongue is like curled up and it, and it goes like that to stick things. Oh, you know yeah, talking yeah, about? the chameleon. Chameleon tongue. You're gonna give her the chameleon tongue. No, no. <laughs> oh my no, god. No, it's gonna be my. My, uh, what, what is it called? Um, Goku's... Oh, Extendo Pole. Extendo Pole. Yeah, yeah that's what it's going to be. Power Pole. Power that's Pole, that it is. Power Pole. <laughs> Power Pole Extend! <laughs> oh my god. Next time I hook up with a chick, I'm going to be like, hey, can I put it, can I fold it in? Can I fold it before I put it in? <laughs> See what she says. I told her, I told her about your comment about, what'd you say between like 19 and 24, they just kind of lay there? 19 and 24, they'll lay on their back and expect you to do everything. And then, and then they'll be like, why'd you only last nine minutes? I, I was telling her that and she didn't believe me. She was just like, Really? And, That's dead facts. Like, and I, I told her I was just like at that point, like I'd rather just not get laid. Yeah, I do. Like all the every every girl I've ever been with that's under twenty five, they just lay on their back and look pretty. Well, and she was fascinated by that statement too. Like, would you agree with me? You'd rather just not get laid if they're just gonna lay there. Um, Here's, here's it depends my, on how long it's been, I guess. But well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I I told her I was like, so say you know you go back to hang out with the boys, right? Because you're a single guy, you still you know, it's not like me where it's like you know I go home and I deal with you know the home life. Yeah, you know that's why friendships kind of fade away a little bit as people settle down because they got their own shit they got to deal with. Yeah, you're not hanging with the boys all the time. 
And I was like, so he goes back, you know, to hang with the boys. And they're like, oh, dude, got laid. And you're kind of like, uh, you know, it's just kind of laid there. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't anything special. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I got my rocks off, but I'm not about to go back. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, I gave her the analogy. I was like, it's like, you know, if you, they're like, oh, Dilly got laid. It's like, yeah, but it smelled funny and I didn't go to the doctor <laughs> now. I mean, it was a crustacean station down south. And, oh, I got to go take a shower. Yeah. Like, you know, it. As my friend Caleb says, my nuts stank. I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> I've, I've met Caleb. Yeah. I, I have. He was on the brink of about passing out, so you caught tame Caleb. Uh, Speaking of which, you know, kudos to you and your crew for making the impossible happen on Sea of Thieves. What's that? Well, you got me to Pirate Oh, oh Legend. yeah, yeah, that's right. Pirate Legend and... Ten hours or it, something like that. It, it, eight to ten hours or yeah. something like that, yeah. I remember you telling me, you just like, I can't wait to play with my other friend and see how he, he compares. And then he got on, he's like, I gotta get a PC. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's kind of, you don't think about it when you're playing the console game. You know, I, there are certain games that I'll play with a controller. Yeah. You know, it's just, you, you lean back, you know, you relax. Well, there's some games that are better on controller, but... This this one is not the one. Yeah, he's seeing me like, you know, I'm just clicking buttons on my mouse and I'm able to pull out, you know, various tools. To I be need. fair, to be fair, he can remap his controls to be able to pull things out without having to go into a menu. You can do that, but you don't have as many options on a controller as you do a, map, a keyboard and mouse. I wonder if you can plug so, in a keyboard and mouse to a fucking Xbox. You now. can, but you can't play in Xbox only servers. Mm. It'll make you do it all like PC everyone server. Mm. So, even if you did, you you might as well just get a PC so you can have better frame rate and better, you know. Because you're playing with people that have better frame rate. You're going to be hitting a merm, you know, to go back to your ship, a mermaid, and it's still going to take you five to ten seconds on a console to do it. When on a PC, you will barely see the black flash. At least on my rig. Yeah. I literally, I don't, I don't get a loading screen to get back to my boat. Dude, it was so fucking funny watching you run into random people on the sea. What? Oh, just talking to him? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I just I see you just like, oh, there's a sloop. And you load yourself in the <laughs> cannon. And you just launch yourself out towards him. And I see you as you're flying through the air. You pull your megaphone out. And you're just like, yo, dog, you friendly? <laughs> you're just diving off. Hey, y'all, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so great about Sea of Thieves. It's so fun. I love that game. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I found a way to tie Discord in mm-hmm. through OBS because you trying to do like a Sea of Thieves. Well, I'm just I'm trying to get extra content for like you know when you messaged me like last week and you go hey uh, I, I I can't do today I'm sick yeah you know it's like because we'll go on there and nothing is quick on Sea of Thieves oh so. no oh no. Yeah, you could do a four-hour session, probably clip it up into the conversations, and probably have you know forty-five minutes to an hour of like good conversation stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of I'm I'm looking into that to try and help you know us put content out yeah. for the show. I'm just thinking of different ways to do things because yeah. you know I threw this thing up and I have no idea what the fuck it is. We're still sure. flushing it out. You yeah. know what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, hey, write in. Maybe we'll do a Discord server and have people be able to join that. True. Have a link. Play with us and stuff. 
Well, not just play. I'm thinking more like when, you know, maybe we do a set time that we're going to record and, like, there are people in, and if we wanted to bring them into our locked channel, you know, we could kind of talk to them a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Sky's the limit with technology these days. I want a soundboard. Yeah, for sure. I have a uh, program on my PC that's a soundboard, and I can, like, set it up on, like, the numbers on the right side and do other stuff. But I really want to get, like, an actual, like, Sound, sound. Yeah, yeah, that's got, yeah. I really want to get one of those. Um, I just think it'd be a lot of fun. Just at a whim, be able to just have audio cues and stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially for the pod, that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You're like, at any time. Yeah. <laughs> Failure. Failure. Emotional damage. <laughs> ha! Got him! <laughs> Yeah. For you. Hiya. There's not enough buttons, though, with the amount <laughs> of shit true. the internet gives you. <laughs> That's true. You have one panel, it's just Asian sounds, you know, from it, Uncle Roger. You're you're talking about how we need a fucking command center. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to just code my own app, my it, own soundboard look, app. It's going to look like the Millennium Falcon by the time we're done with all the buttons and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So many quotes. There's so many quotes. Got him. I was thinking about that. I watch Euro Trip probably at least twice, three times a year. Yeah. Because somewhere I will see a clip of Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, now I have to watch this movie. Every time I think of the fucking French dude in the tunnel going, Miss Goosey, Miss Goosey, and he's like trying to fuck him when the lights go black. I have to watch the movie again. It's so And I say that to random strangers whenever I'm going through crowds and shit. Miss Goosey, Miss Goosey. Miss Goosey, yeah. (laughs) That face he's making whenever it's about to go out, you know? It's like, oh, fuck. It's a a comedy classic. I guarantee the kids these days would be like, oh, this is so terrible. Oh, it was a classic. The toxic masculinity. It's so good. It's so good. They shit on American Pie now. Really? Yeah. They say it's too toxic and shit like that. Fucking kids these days. Man, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Why is everybody so sensitive? I I seen a post the other day, and it was this lady talking about how, like, video games and, like, modern TV are making people, like, violent. And I'm just like... We used to have coliseums where we watch people rip each other's fucking guts out for entertainment. Are you fucking kidding me? I would argue that video games, and it's some ridiculous number, like three out of four people are like gamers. Yeah. And like, you know, because if you play like a slot machine on your phone, you could be classified as a gamer kind of a thing. Candy Crush and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good, it's a good break. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good way to just cut the shit that's going on in life and just... Not only that, but it's good for your mind, too, to stimulate it through a puzzle or simple problem solving. That stuff's good for you. If you you look at kids today compared to kids in, like, the 50s, their hand-eye coordination, their, like, precision with, like, slingshots, bows and stuff, it's way better these days than it ever was back then. Because the hand-eye coordination, the, the, the... you know, the, the critical thinking and processing skills are just better because of video games. Yeah, you can't... It, it's not like you play Call of Duty and all of a sudden you can just jump that, into a real war yeah, zone no, that, and be a fucking gangster. Yeah, that's not what gangster. I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. It's that the skills 
carry um, over a little bit. You have to work on the individual skill, but at least you have a foundation. Yeah. You have a strong foundation of being able to say, I, I understand that this movement does X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you take, like, an old fa- a kid that's just on the farm all day, and then you take a kid who's been playing video games all day, and then you put them up to, like, something that requires trajectory, like ping pong. I bet the kid who plays video games probably going to do better. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has more of that hand-to-eye. He has more of that critical thinking and that, you know, stuff like that. You still have to work on the actual skill itself. Yeah, the physical part of it, yeah. But I'm just saying the, the mental part. The mental part. I feel like their hand-eye coordination would be better. But it's like the people that sit there and do crossword puzzles. Like, you know, you're potentially, you know, keeping your mind sharp. Yeah, that's good. That's always good. Yeah. That's why my favorite... And I mean, it's whenever I got into PC gaming is the RTS stuff, the real-time strategy, Age of Empires, you know. Command Command and Generals was my favorite as a kid. It's, you know, those things where you're managing resources and you also have to worry about, you know, (laughs) military fronts and, you know. It's your economy, your defense, your infrastructure, your ability to attack the enemy. There's a lot of things you got to think of in those games. Yeah. It's good. It's a good uh, mental practice. That's, I, I enjoy, I mean, there are people that are batshit crazy about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just like the, I like getting the gears flowing. Mm-hmm. For sure. I agree. Me too. And that's why I just, I don't enjoy games, like, no offense if you're into it, but like Call of Duty and stuff like that. I feel like they just haven't changed over the years as much. and That's why I think Call of Duty is is starting to take notice about games like Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. Because that game, you can't play like you're in Call of Duty. You yeah, have to, you get you, fucked up if you do that. Yeah, you have to think you know, strategically, and you have to clear your corners, and you have to learn the maps, you have to know how to move, you mm-hmm. have to... You know, you have to play by sound a lot. You have to prep. Yeah, you can't just go in with nothing. You know, there are people that do it because they're that good at the game, but RNG can fuck them on that aspect. It's just the more realistic feel is, I think, what a lot of people are wanting to go to, and they like that extraction. You know, everything's on the line, kind of a thing. Yeah, it just throws a new level of you know fun to it. It, you're actually successful in extracting, and it makes you feel good. Yeah, it's not just like oh, the 15 minute timer ran out. I won or I lost. Move on to the next. Yeah, and I feel like they just COD just doesn't change up the. Well, I read a, the, I read an article that uh, it was who's the head of like Xbox, the Microsoft Xbox area. I, I think forget it, his name. I know you're talking about. Yeah, it, it was I like an email face. that got leaked that he sent out that basically was like AAA developers aren't performing like they need to. Like they're they're just going into the same old shit, like you were just saying. Yeah. But it was a major player in yeah. the video game industry that was pointing it out, mm-hmm. and it's because they refuse to take risk. Look at Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed has done dick all except for like reskinned it kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. It's still the same mechanics. That's very true. That's very true. So I just games like Sea of Thieves, you know, where That was revolutionary when it came out, but fresh. it wasn't finished. It wasn't finished. That's why it got hurt so bad, but it was so fresh. 
I logged in this morning and looked at the Epic Games store to see what was free. And it's something like Black Sale or something like that that's free this week. Hmm. But it looks like a Sea of Thieves like clone. Hmm. But it's a Battle Royale. Oh, I remember that being announced to E3. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they give, they're giving away for free this week. Wow. That game did not last long. That had a $60 price tag when it launched, I'm pretty sure. It, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I got it because it was free. Yeah, I'll still get it for if it's free, but, you know. I figured I'd try it out and see what it's like. It looks like it's it's more just like, you know, just battle, battle, battle. Oh, speaking of Sea of Thieves, they took it from me. I know, I know. I was wondering if you were going to bring it up. They circumcised my dick a second time. A second time. They haven't done it yet. I didn't have any foreskin left. They, they just hacked the tip off. They haven't done it yet. They're gonna. You Two got, weeks. No, Thursday, I think. Oh, Thursday then. <laughs> I think it's bitch. the 18th is when the new season drops. And the the stuff actually goes into effect. See, if these, they, they pulled my britches down, they bent me over the counter, they rammed their elephant cock in my ass, no lube, without the common courtesy to even give a brother a reach around, busted in my shit, left. Are you going to space opera this shit, or are you going to tell the people what you're bitching about? Oh, that, I probably should put some insight on it, huh? Yeah, you probably should. So, Sea of Thieves, there was this mechanic, or not mechanic, I guess it was technically an exploit, technically, where if you had two guns, and you shot, you did a simple animation cancel, you could pull the other gun out quicker and shoot a second time. Basically, like, bam, bam, about that speed. It allowed you to kill people really quickly and efficiently, even though they had patched double gunning. And I loved it, because I could shit on everybody with it. I was the best. Been the best. Gonna keep being the best. And you know what? See if Thieves heard about it. They heard about my name on the sea, so they nerfed my shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Rare. <laughs> Fuck you. Now I gotta use this fucking wet noodle plastic fucking foam sword. But see, they changed it to where if you get the first hit off on a melee weapon then you remain with combat advantage. Yeah, so that's true. So you can true. continue That your... is a good change. I just... <sighs> I know, I know. I have... I've been gathering muscle memory and accuracy and precision for two and a half years. I'm bringing, I'm bringing you back, though. I'm bringing you back to where you're going to be okay. You know what they said? You know what they said to that muscle memory? They said, you did all that work to be better than everybody, and we don't give a fuck. Pick a sword up, kid. Here's here's the thing. I'm bringing you back, okay? Think okay. about how much more fun the C's are going to be now because everybody else has to relearn that muscle. All those fucking sweaty boys That's that you're true. talking D- about. TDMers will be a lot easier to deal with. That is true. Because you're not going to get bop bop as soon as you spawn anymore. It's not going to happen anymore. I get it. It is. A, it is. Ultimately, it's a good change. You're just bitching because you can't be one of those Ultimately, it's a good change, but... I can't be the dominant force anymore. I, if, I'm, if I'm a one man and I shoot out of a cannon and I land on your ship and it's a four man crew, I can't take somebody out of the equation instantly anymore. I can't. Not with, unless I one blunder them and I'm never going to run a blunder sword. Never. Because yeah, I fucking hate the blunder bus. You, 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 if, I, if I'm not double gunning, then I'm not. You, if, unless I'm double gunning, I'm not using the blunder bus. It has no range. 
So I'm pistol or I'm pistol sword or sniper sword. I can't take somebody out of the equation quick without getting diced the fuck up by a crew of four. Don't be a pussy, dude. All I'm saying. Don't be a pussy. Don't all be a I'm pussy. Saying, don't wear. Don't don't you say sword. You're gonna be rocking pistol spatula. Okay. Okay. Pistol spatula. Okay. We'll be rocking the spatula gang. I'm not gonna dice them up. I'm gonna scoop them up with my spatula. That's right. But. What I'm saying is is I just don't think I'm going to be as a dominant force against Galleons like I was. I don't think it'll be a problem against Sloops. Briggs I'll probably be all right with. But when I am going, when I need to anchor their boat and fight four people versus just me, it's going to be real hard for me to do damage without two guns. That's all I'm saying. I think that's going to mean that it's when you're real... fighting a Galleon, you're going to want to stay on the fucking ship. Yeah, but I... Maybe, but... It's hard to sink a galleon unless you or, have somebody infiltrate. Or you're going to be using your launching over just to sacrifice yourself. Because I want to get them anchored. You're going to try and anchor them? Yeah. But see, you're also a distraction because while they're trying to deal with your dumbass, yeah. the holes in the bottom of their ship are filling the ship up with water. Yeah. That, that is true. I'm just saying, back in the day, what I could do is I could shoot over it. If I landed on your deck... And you guys didn't blast my ass to the pass immediately. All of you shoot me at once and I die. Dusted me. I'm going to kill one of you. You're going to be in the ferry in an instant. I don't miss. Okay? I'm going to be bucketing your dust and dropping your anchor. Okay? That's what's going to happen. But now, now, I have to snipe you and I have to dice you twice. I want to have four people on my ass. My spatula's good, but it ain't that good, G. See this... So what? I'm going to have to ring around the Rosie a lot. I'm just going to have to run around keep them distracted. There's not going to be any killing anymore. I'm just going to be, look at me, look at me, look at me. Whoop, 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 you know? And and see, what our listeners are experiencing right now is somebody that had gotten good is now being told that he needs to get good again. <laughs> That's, That's true. Is. I will get good. At, I, I will be good at sword again. It's just been two years since I've had to be good at sword. I got killed by double gun one time. I was like, I'm going to learn that tonight. You know what I did? You learned it. I learned that skip that night. And then I've been bucketing dust ever since. (laughs) You're fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Hey. Hey, listen. I be be blasting motherfuckers to the past, okay? And then Rare nerfs me. They nerf me. I want to see you in Rust. (laughs) I want to see you play Rust. I want to see you get so fucking frustrated... I don't. That's that's why I haven't got into Rust because you know how mad I'd be if I had a fucking MP5 full loadout and some shrimp one shot domes me with a bow. Or Daisy, we should we should get Daisy. Oh God, not Daisy. <laughs> Daisy is a cesspit of toxicity. Uh, You'll be walking around with a fucking you know a damn two band aids and a can of peas, and a dude will come up and bludgeon you with a fucking bat for your can of peas. It's just like man, I'm naked. What are you doing? That's what would happen in the fucking zombie apocalypse. That's true. That can of peas is valuable. People fuck you up over a can of peas. That's true, man. You could fuck somebody up with a can of peas. You know what I'm saying? If the electric grid went down, some shit like that, they'll fuck you up over a can of peas. I'm telling you. It'd be bad, man. You imagine getting blasted in the fucking temple with a can of peas? Fuck your day up. It will. It will. <laughs> and you know what? The pharmacies will be closed. You ain't gonna get no Excedrin oh, either. Damn, not the shit. You right. Had to use that fucking that that you know children's brand Tylenol. That's all that's left. You gotta 
you got to deal with uh, headaches like fucking the caveman Ulog yeah. fucking had to deal with. The old-fashioned way. You just had to let it run its course. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, though. 90% of the time I got a headache, I just need to drink water. I think everybody out there, if you ever have a headache, just drink a shit ton of water. Yeah, I have In like a, 10 minutes, it'll go away. I have a... Kill Tony nights are usually whenever I have like three or four beers. And the next morning, I'm just like, God damn it, I forgot to drink my water before I went to bed. You could tell. Yeah. You could tell because you got a fucking headache when you wake up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Your body's like, I need hydration, dog. It, it's mind-blowing to me. Every Monday, I check YouTube to see who the upcoming guests are. And sometimes I'm excited because I know who they are. Other times, I'm just like, man, I don't know who that is. You know, maybe I'll skip I... this week. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to watch it because that's my tradition and I'm not breaking no tradition. And I watch it and it's fucking hysterical. You see Ric Flair got like all sensitive and shit and walked the fuck off. That was so cringe. It hurt my fucking chest. Ugh. Dude, that, he literally came to a comedy show about roasting people, and he's like, I just don't believe... You didn't, in, see, you didn't see the fucking... You didn't see the whole episode, though, dude. There was at one point in time that Tony just was looked down and just was like, yeah, I probably should have sent you an episode to watch before I invited you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was like, I don't believe any. there's humor in making fun of people and bringing them down. And everybody's like, what the fuck is he doing here? You know? Yeah. Like, literally, what the fuck are you doing If here? you watch that episode, they address it. The the comedians on stage, they fucking address it. They call Tony out. They're just like, what the fuck, dude? And Why'd you bring him here? Like, yeah, there's. I'm glad Grandpa fucking left. Like, they fucking cracked into it. Cracked into I it. I need to watch the whole episode. I, and I, I felt bad because, like, Tony's super like big into like wrestling that was one of his things as a kid you know he watched all the wrestling on tv that fucker's burn up bad though like he's not even thinking with he's not he's not he doesn't even have a full deck anyways like no he went he went on kill tony and apparently he was 24 beers deep he was oh (laughs) that's why he was you almost couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying yeah Dude, that one part when he was down on his phone, they were making fun of him, be like, he fell asleep. Look, he's like fun Joe Biden. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You could tell in his face he was so fucking done and wanted to leave. Yeah. God, that was so awkward when he was doing his spiel about like he would never make fun of somebody or bring somebody down to like Yeah. Do you realize where you are? He he literally has no clue. That that's like that's like <laughs> That's like going, like, there's, like, a crowd of people who love chocolate ice cream, and you just being like, people who like chocolate ice cream make me sick. I can't stand people who like chocolate ice cream. They're the worst people, and I don't stand for them. That's what he did. Why did you go into a Trump bit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get what I'm saying. I don't though. like chocolate people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Chocolate pudding is disgusting. I don't understand why anybody would like it. Tapioca is better. I don't say it. That's what other people say. Yeah. I'm just saying what other people say. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> You're too good at that. You're too good at that. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that was a painful, painful cl- few clips to watch, I gotta say. 
the oh. the episode was I was just like, is this gonna be the whole thing? And then he stormed off, and then like the they they fucking cut the tension because they addressed it and moved on, and it was still a great episode. But that's the beauty of the show is that yeah, that was the guest, but the when a comedian comes up and does poorly, like there's still that tension. Yeah. It's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like, you went up and... Bombed. Bombed. Like, you didn't even come in with the the thought process of telling a joke. Yeah. You, like, read news headlines. And it just, ugh. Just the cringe. Yeah, yeah. But you, you can't hate on those people. I can hate on Ric Flair for that. He came to a comedy... No, no, you can still hate on those people. You can still hate on those people that went to a comedy show and didn't yeah, bring any jokes. I don't to a feel like it's show. the same hate. I feel like it's like you should have done better, man. Come on, yeah. step it up next time. Him, it's just like you shouldn't even be associated with us. What are you doing here? You're on a different wavelength than us. You're sensitive. Get the fuck on, like for real. He legit went on a spiel about how making fun of people, which is what jokes are, by the way, is making fun of something. There's no way to tell a joke that's funny without hurting somebody or something's feelings. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's how it works. Yeah, you're 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 taking a bad situation and you're laughing at it. That's what a joke is. I mean, it can be self-deprecating. It yeah. doesn't have to be to other people. Yeah, yeah. But comedy is it is poking pointing, fun at reality. Yeah, it's looking at a negative situation and laughing at it. That's what humor is. Yeah. And he just been on a spiel that is basically saying that's wrong. That version of comedy is wrong. Yeah. Make fun of yourself. That, that's why everybody time. in that room was there, was for that version of comedy. But at the same time, you're putting yourself down. Yeah. So by his own logic, is that is that bad too? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like his logic is extremely flawed. I feel like he was in his own head and he was drunk. Yeah, I try and get, I, I give him a pass simply because the man was 24 beers deep. I wouldn't be coherent at 24 beers deep. Yeah, that's true. I... So Tony needs to uh, he needs to make sure that the person that he's bringing on knows what the fuck they're doing before they come there because he clearly had no idea. Well, I, it was good show business for what it was. Oh yeah, it, it got views. It you worked. Know, but I, I gotta say, it was the cringiest thing I've seen in like four months. The Post Malone episode was fucking great though. Have you seen that? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Post Malone's such a wholesome guy. I love him. So. You know, and and apparently he had no fucking clue what he was getting into either. He just got done with the Rogan pod and was just, and Rogan was just like, hey, do you want to go to the club and watch Kill Tony? And he was just like, uh, sure. (laughs) And he showed up there, like, so, it can, it can go good, it can go bad. Yeah. You know what I want? I want Tony to have Uncle Roger on. Uncle Roger in character. Oh my God! Dude, no, there, it was a couple. It was a couple weeks ago. Adam Ray, uh, comedian, he dressed up as Doctor Phil. Oh, I seen this. I seen this. He was on the thing. He yeah. was on Tony. Yes. And he he only broke character I think one time in the entire episode, and it was so goddamn funny. Just him acting like that fake ass fucking smug doctor. Yeah. And. It, I, I I really think Uncle Roger on there would be fantastic. Uncle Roger is one of the funniest people on the planet, in my opinion. He's so funny. Does he do stand-up? Or is he just, I, I, like, TikTok? I think, he, I think he's just YouTube and stuff. He, he's with that, you know the dude who did the... Yeah, the Stephen Emotional Damage. They're like a duo, like, comedian thing. 
Like but they don't go to... I, I thought that I saw something that he got on stage. Uncle Roger? Yeah. I think I've seen him on stage before, but I think it's a mo- like a newer thing. I don't think he's been doing it. I think it's people are like, you're funny, get on stage. Yeah. I, I'd love to see that, man. He's so funny. He's so funny. Somebody that goes up and has no jokes, and I, I could just see it. You come to comedy show and bring no jokes? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you, you failure? Yeah. He's like, you're like Jamie Oliver. You came to comedy show and your jokes lack flavor. You're side white people. You need to add MSG to joke. Make shit good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, it really would. It would. (laughs) Uncle Roger almost get canceled by Taiwan. I said Taiwan was not real country. They did not like that. Uncle Roger did not mean they're not real country. Just your food is not good. <laughs> Don't cancel Uncle Roger. I fucking love him. Oh. That's what this, that's what, you know, this newer generation needs to get. Like, you know, not all racism is hateful. Yeah, I think you can have fun with accents. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what people do in foreign countries? They make fun of Americans for their accent. They do the same shit. It's not hateful. It's not like I'm like, Asians are stupid for sounding like this. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just having fun with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's different. Everything that's different is going to be more fun. It's always greener on the other side. Comedy is what brings us all together. Yeah. Comedy is something we can find common ground to. You, can, you need to learn how to make fun of yeah. yourself. As long as the jokes aren't hatefully driven... You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think there's any problem with it. Clearly, don't 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 be spewing hate. Obviously. Well, I feel like there's if like a legitimate Nazi, yeah, was to say something, it would come out sounding differently than somebody yeah. that's trying to yeah. tell a joke. Of course. Yeah. And that's where maybe that's something that's happening with social media. Because you're not able to have that face-to-face interaction where you might be able to pick up on somebody's intentions. Yeah. And so when people go... Now, whenever the kids go out (laughs) into the, you know, real world, not social media landscape, and they're introduced with it, they're having a problem interpreting people's intentions Mm -hmm. because they're growing up with this digital interaction. Yeah is what they're getting the most of. So maybe that's a downfall of social media. Maybe so. But still, come on, guys. I just I just feel like racism's almost done like a loop. It was just like racism was really bad back in the... And don't get me wrong, racism's still a thing. I know it's still a thing. I've seen it. I live in fucking Indiana. I know what racism is, okay? But it's nowhere near like it was, okay? There's not people being lynched in the streets. Like, you know... In the 50s. You're not seeing, but you know, walking protests. Yeah, and... yeah. It's not like it was. But I feel like it's almost took a turn where there's people looking for racism now that there's, it's not as common. They're, they're looking for it. Here's what, I, so here's, like, here's what I would like to see. I would like to see the next time that, like, that Charleston thing that happened years, years back where, like, the Proud Boys or whatever came out and did their little Tiki Torch bullshit because, you know, they can't get bit by mosquitoes or whatever the fuck. I don't know why they use yeah. those fucking things. Anyway, do a counter-protest. Have somebody out there with a megaphone just talking mad shit. Yeah. Like, 
show how ridiculous they are. Use comedy to fuck with them. Yeah. That's that's pretty much the only way to deal with it because when you get uppity about it, mm-hmm. you're just feeding them. Yeah. That's true. But if you constantly are just ridiculing them and acting like it doesn't bother you, then it fucks with them. Mm-hmm. It, it takes away their power. It's like the bully mentality. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's something we all can learn from. We're all just did, fucking people. Did you ever... Have you ever seen that clip of the dude and he dresses up in like a very stereotypical like poncho and sombrero and all that and he goes around a college and he's just like what do you think of my outfit and everybody multiple different races black white mexican asian they were all like you're a bigot you're racist as fuck for that yeah. you should stop doing that you're hateful and then he went to mexico with the exact same outfit and he was like what do you think of my outfit and you know what they all said very very good they love it i'm glad you're accepting our culture and you're enjoying it very very good it looks yeah. good on you they don't think of it like that. Why is, why are these little little things like you? Like I, I seen another one, and it was a, a white person had dreads. Yeah, you know, like you they, can't have that. You can't do that. That's our culture. Isn't that just racist on its own to claim that you own one hairstyle to your coach culture only? Isn't that racist? All on its own. It's where a lot of people kind of you know lose me on it. Whenever it's like. They're saying that something is racist, mm-hmm. but it, it comes off as as racist because it's like, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling you're telling a group of people that they're not allowed to do that. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So, so if something was created by a certain race, only that race can use it. That doesn't make any sense. That is racist to think like that, in my opinion. Well, and I'm hoping that we're starting to turn away, you know, from some of the crazy shit that's yeah. been going on, but. I don't know, man. I mean, it's... People are very passionate about things I feel like aren't as big of a deal as they once were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're they're trying to find conflict somewhere. And don't get me wrong, there's still racism. I 100% know that. I've seen it. I hear it. There are still racist people out there. You know, humans, they see something that's different and they immediately want to, you know, be hateful. That's, yeah, there's, you know, I don't like that. Yeah. So I yeah. hate you too. Especially out here in these real southern, you know, rural areas. That tends to happen. Um, I don't think it's as bad as as it used to be. But oh, definitely I, But not. I also think that, you know, it does, it does kind of... I feel like they've gone underground a lot more. Yeah. You don't see it as much, maybe. They still say the same stuff, but they stay in their close There's still group. fucking crazy people out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there always will be. But I just, I just feel like a lot of people are like almost it's almost gone full loop. Like the racist people have gone down by a large portion. So now there's not as many people to point fingers at. So now we're looking for it. Yeah. We're reaching, looking for racists. And that's where that's where I feel like people fucked up because yeah. they wanted to try and censor people that you know maybe yeah. they're and a legitimate now, racist, maybe they yeah. weren't. And and now they, they there's these people and they're like they're getting that you know that high horse that you know that social credit for 
calling out a racist and they see a joke online it's like a dude doing an accent there was nothing hateful ever said there's nothing hateful ever said about asian people but they attack this person and call them a bigot and a racist because of it here's the here's the issue i think that i i have with it is that because of the censorship so what you're doing is you're not letting those people you're because i would rather know like if my neighbor or somebody down the street like he doesn't, you know, hoist some fucking racist flag or whatever, you know, because he doesn't want the heat. Yeah. Because, you know, he doesn't want to be known. So the censoring on, you know, through social media causes them to then avoid there, find a place that's just an echo chamber for everything to build and grow. So I feel like it would be better if we just allowed those people out yeah. and we just, again, relentlessly ridiculed yeah, them for their say, stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Give them unbelievable criticism. Make it very clear they are the minority here. Yeah, because <laughs> you know who they are then, mm-hmm. and you can go from there. Like, the, it's people that say they have no place in our society, and it's, you know, you, you can understand that that sentiment, but wouldn't you want to know who your enemy is? Yeah, before they, you Instead know, of go them just lurking in the shadows, up. yeah, and everything just builds. It's a seed that just yeah. grows and germinates. That's very, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I think that might be it for this time. Went a little overboard. We did. Well, the last episode, I didn't really cut it down at all, so it was it was like a half hour longer than this. Was it really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So. Okay. I didn't. I didn't feel like. Editing. Yeah, I'm like, eh, just it. leave it all in. It. We rambled. It's whatever. But as always, do fun shit. Reach out to us. Dilly wants me to use another male motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, man! I want one every episode. Come on, more male motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Dilly wants all the male motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You said it. But, as always, do fun shit, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.